0: Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Tuesday, September 12th.
1: What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and the hot topic issues in the New York Tri-State area.
0: And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV.
1: I'm Ben Oppenheimer.
0: And I'm Christina Lulich.
1: And here's what's going on around the city.
0: New York State colleges are launching an initiative to keep students in school.
1: The state's public university system, also known as SUNY, will invest about $2,000 a year per student.
0: And the money will be used towards simple strategies like transportation stipends.
1: The effort's called Accelerated Study in Associate Programs, or ASAP. It's been implemented in city colleges since 2007 and has provided students with resources like textbook fees, money for transportation, and academic advisors.
0: Only about 20% of first-time, full-time students at public university colleges finish their associate degrees within three years. That's according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics.
1: SUNY is planning to enroll a group of 150 students across 24 college campuses that will participate in the program.
0: One of the Internet's biggest websites could soon look a little different.
1: Google is going to court today in one of the U.S.'s biggest antitrust lawsuits in decades.
0: Government officials are accusing Google of abusing their monopoly over other search engines like Microsoft Bing and DuckDuckGo.
1: Back in 2020, Google allegedly gave deals to wireless carriers and smartphone makers. And in return, these companies are being accused of making Google the exclusive search engine on their devices.
0: But that's just one of many complaints against Google. The court will also look at whether or not its App Store for Androids and its search engine algorithm are anti-competitive. And ultimately, the court hasn't ruled out a complete breakup of the company.
1: If the government comes out on top in this case, it could set a precedent for other tech giants like Apple and Samsung.
0: And now it's time for music. Every Tuesday, the What's What podcast brings you updates on the latest music news.
1: And today we're joined by WFUV's Jaya Joyce. Hey, Jaya.
2: Hi, guys. It's good to be back. We've got some big events in music coming up, and one of them is tonight. The 2023 MTV Video Music Awards are being held at the Tri State's own Prudential Center in Newark. The show is set to feature a star studded lineup of performers and nominees.
1: Ooh, so who can we expect to see?
2: Queen's own Nicki Minaj will be emceeing the show, and Shakira and Diddy will perform for the first time in over a decade. Fans can also get excited for performances by Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, Olivia Rodrigo, Little Wayne, and Demi Lovato, among others. I'm sure there's going to be some iconic
0: performances, but before we get to tomorrow night, who's the favorite to rack up the most wins?
2: To no one's surprise, Taylor Swift is leading the field with 11 nominations, followed by SZA with 8. Shakira will be the first South American artist to receive the Video Vanguard Award, and Diddy will receive this year's Global Icon Award.
1: And for the folks watching at home, where can we tune in for all this?
2: The show starts at 8 p.m. and will be aired live on MTV. But if you don't have cable, fans can also tune in on Paramount Plus or Hulu Plus Live TV. The VMAs are also putting a big focus on hip-hop this year in honor of the 50th anniversary. And
0: Jaya, speaking of hip-hop, I heard Vice President Kamala Harris hosted something this weekend to also honor the 50th anniversary. What was going on in D.C.? That's
2: right. V.B. Harris hosted a 50 years of hip-hop celebration in the nation's capital. It featured many hip-hop icons, including Lil Wayne, Dougie Fresh, and Roxanne Shante. Vice President Harris even addressed the exclusive crowd of musicians, politicians, and music executives, saying that she truly believes hip-hop is one of America's greatest exports. She hosted the event in collaboration with the Recording Academy's Black Music Collective and Live Nation Urban.
1: Let's now turn to a band I don't think a lot of people have thought about in a minute, Nickelback. They just released a new documentary, but there's a bit more to it than that, huh, Jaya?
2: A lot more to it than that, Ben. So the band is the subject of the new documentary Hate to Love Nickelback that just premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival. And if you didn't already guess it from the title, the documentary explores how Nickelback became such a widely mocked and criticized band over the past two decades. For context, the band has been the target of countless memes, heckling fans, and other more personal attacks. But Chad Kroger, who's the band's lead singer, says he's unapologetic about his music. So why all the hate for Nickelback? Well, Chad's brother Mike Kroger says that he speculates that the band's sometimes empty and unimpactful lyrics could be the reason.
0: All right, let's move on to some other unusual music news. I heard there's some news from the Grammys about the stance on AI. I heard there's some news from the Grammys about the stance on an AI-generated song. So what's going on there? Well,
2: first, let's take a step back and talk about the song in question. Earlier this year, a song called Heart on My Sleeve featuring AI-generated vocals went viral online. And the voices on the track appear to resemble Drake and The Weeknd, two of the world's biggest artists. And while it might not seem possible, there were talks last week about the song being eligible for Grammy nominations. The reason? Well, even though it's AI-generated, the lyrics were written by a human. But on Friday, the Recording Academy CEO Harvey Mason Jr. posted a video saying the song is not eligible for a Grammy Award because it isn't commercially available for people to stream. On the topic of streams, Olivia Rodrigo's new album Guts came out last week and had more than $60 on Spotify the day of the release. It's also taken two of Billboard's Hot 100 Top 10 spots.
1: I'm sure we're going to be hearing Olivia everywhere for the next few months but are there any other upcoming releases we should keep our eyes on?
2: For new music coming up this week, Demi Lovato and Diddy have new albums out on Friday. SZA has also been teasing her new SOS deluxe album, but there's no release date for it yet. She actually teased it at an exclusive show in Brooklyn, saying she'll release a deluxe version of her chart-topping album, including almost 10 new songs. Sounds like there's so much to look forward to Jaya
0: Joyce is a reporter at WFUV. Jaya, as always, thanks for keeping us up to date. Thank you for having me. A U.S. astronaut officially broke the record for the longest space mission in the country.
1: Frank Rubio has been in low Earth orbit for more than 355 days.
0: He bested the record of retired astronaut Mark VandeHei and is not expected to return until September 27th.
1: This would mean Rubio will be in space for 371 days. He's close to being the first American to spend more than one calendar year in microgravity.
0: And in the NFL, the Jets soared over the Buffalo Bills in a thrilling overtime victory, capped off by an electric 65-yard punt return for a touchdown by rookie receiver Xavier Gibson.
1: But even though they beat one of the NFL's best teams... The Jets' more immediate concern was the fate of newly-signed superstar quarterback Aaron Rodgers.
0: That's right, Ben. Rodgers went down with an ankle injury after being sacked on his fourth offensive snap with the team. And in the postgame press conference, Jets head coach Robert Salah said that it did not look good.
1: Today, an MRI confirmed the worst-case scenario. Rodgers will miss the rest of the season with a torn Achilles tendon. In his absence, backup quarterback Zach Wilson will revert back to being the team's starter.
0: And in the WNBA, the New York Liberty finish their 2023 season as they head into the playoffs.
1: They enter into the postseason as a championship contender, finishing in the second seed with a record of 32-8. They'll face the number seven seed Washington Mystics in the playoffs.
0: And that's our show for today.
1: But check back with us tomorrow around 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports.
0: And as always, you can find more from us at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.
1: I'm Ben Oppenheimer.
0: And I'm Christina Lulich. And that's What's What.